day you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Some of the scribes and Pharisees said to Jesus, Teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. He said to them in reply, An evil and unfaithful generation seeks a sign, but no sign will be given it except the sign of Jonah the prophet. As just as Jonah was in the belly of the whale three days and three nights, so will the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth three days and three nights. At the judgment, the men of Nineveh will arise with this generation and condemn it, because they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and there is something greater than Jonah here. At the judgment, the queen of the south will arise with this generation and condemn it, because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and there is something greater than Solomon here. The Gospel of the Lord. Ours is a culture obsessed with greatness. If we cannot be great ourselves, we cheer for those who can be great. We are disappointed with the Diamond Hogs when they don't win the College World Series. We want them to be great. We can't wait to see the success that the Razorback football season promises. We hope they are great. Father Daniel and I used to debate whether Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal, or Novak Djokovic was the greatest tennis player. I said it's too bad that they all lived at the same time. He answered, it's precisely because they lived at the same time that they became so so great, because they pushed each other to excel. And we all know who the greatest boxer of all time was, Muhammad Ali. How do we know that? Because he told us. He once said, I am the greatest. I said that before I knew I was. Ali even wrote a poem about his pugilistic prowess. He said, This is the legend of Cassius Clay, the most beautiful fighter in the world today. He talks a great deal and brags indeedy of a muscular punch that's incredibly speedy. The fistic world was dull and weary. With a champ like Liston, things had to be dreary. Then someone with color someone with dash, brought the fight fans a-running with cash. The brash young boxer is something to see, and the heavyweight championship is his destiny. Clearly, you can't get any greater than that. In the Gospel today, we see that the people of Jesus' generation were also obsessed with greatness. They were not obsessed with sports heroes like we are, 
but rather with spiritual heroes like the prophet Jonah and King Solomon, the wisest man on earth. But Jesus challenges their opinions about greatness by saying, there is something greater than Jonah here. And then there is something greater than Solomon here. But the problem was that Jesus did not come to show the people earthly greatness, but rather heavenly greatness. And what does heavenly greatness look like? Well, six, later, six chapters later in Matthew chapter 18, verse 4, Jesus answers, Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So you have the greatness of earth like Muhammad Ali, and you have the greatest in heaven like being childlike. But which greatness lasts longer? Obviously, will be in heaven, hopefully, forever. And by comparison, our life on earth, our greatness on earth, is barely a drop in the bucket. So today, Muhammad Ali is in heaven and knows that his greatness on earth was nothing compared to a child's greatness in heaven. I wonder what kind of poem about greatness Cassius Clay would write today. My friends, I think what Jesus is inviting us to do today is recalibrate our understanding of greatness. That is, we have to learn to judge success by a new standard. What makes someone great is not winning the most college sports titles or the most majors in tennis or being the wealthiest man or woman on earth or the highest paid actor or the sexiest man alive or the President of the United States or whatever pinnacle of achievement we can imagine by earthly standards. But rather, we have to see with the eyes of faith and measure greatness by heavenly standards. And then when we do, those who are humble and most childlike will come, become the greatest. Someday, you should read C.S. Lewis's essay, the weight of glory. Let me leave you with one of my favorite lines from that extraordinary essay. Lewis said, Indeed, if we consider the unblushing promises of reward and the staggering nature of the rewards promised in the gospel, it would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures, fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered to us. Like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by an offer of a holiday at the sea, we are far too easily pleased. In other words, Muhammad Ali has stopped making mud pies in a slum and now enjoys his holiday at the sea.
Praise to be Jesus Christ.